Welcome to Logical, the UAE's first regular legal podcast from HPL, Imalaba and Pleska here, high up in Dubai's Jumeirah Lakes Towers. Now, today's podcast is a break from the norm, I think, but it's certainly a topic that befits a dynamic law firm. Now, in my time coming here to record podcasts with Ludmilla, I've always felt, and I mean this sincerely, there's an energy here, there's always something going on. There's a great deal of enthusiasm in the air. There always seems to be kind of a team ethic, a team effort uh, happening as well. For someone who works for themselves in isolation a lot of the time, it's a nice thing to be able to come into an office like this to share. It's also, I think, true to say that this is a young law firm, which changes when I walk in the door. Uh, But one of the signs that you can tell uh, a young, dynamic firm is by talking to its interns. And that's what Logical today is going to be all about. Now, of course, the firm's managing partner, Lumile Yamalava, is here. It's nice to see you. Great to see you too, Tim, and thanks for being here and for your warm words about the firm and the energy here. No, I do mean that. I, I mean that sincerely, Ludmilla. And I'm going to let you introduce today's guests. I'll just uh, give them a little bit of a preamble, a little bit of a build-up. Now, both are interns here. Both are, let's say, interesting characters. And I'll let you uh, introduce uh, our female guest, first of all. Before I introduce the two of them, what I'd like to do is perhaps just introduce the idea of internship okay. at the firm. Uh, so uh, this, uh, the idea for us as a firm to start offering internships came up perhaps years now, maybe seven or eight years ago. And part of it is um, I enjoyed the young talent and the young energy, and it's always nice to have uh, fresh blood and fresh so whiff of, of energy and talent. Uh, part of it was that. Part of it is that I remember back in the old days uh, when I was coming up um, sort of my career and my education, there were a few kind souls that offered me opportunities that inspired me, that motivated me, that uh, – uh, help, help me sort of lift my spirits and, and believe in myself and not just that, but also be excited about uh, the professional world and uh, law in particular. And uh, let's not uh, let's not fool ourselves. The impression many have about law firms and lawyers is that, that we're fairly stiff and kind of boring and not a very um, dynamic or exciting, let alone vibrant or even human or warm. I, I can add to that. But, you know, you're absolutely right. But, I mean, it is. The, the idea of a law firm to most of us is, is leather-bound books and, and leather furniture and men who look like they probably should have retired. Um, but this firm is anything but that. Well, thank you for that, and that certainly is our um, objective, is uh, to not necessarily break from the norm, but ultimately be ourselves. And I believe, and, and that was one of the realizations I had early in my career, was that if I'm allowed to be myself, that's when my creative juices come forward. This is when I can be the best that I can be. And uh, equally so, if uh, or in reversal, if if I'm stifled and I feel threatened or intimidated or scared or unmotivated, then that's sort of where my uh, my senses and my um, interests dull, and I, I can't possibly, under those circumstances, be the best that I can be. Uh, now, and uh, as part of that, I, I wanted and I sought out, actively sought out opportunities for myself. 
where I could find that kind of environment, as idealistic as it might have sounded at the time. Uh, but I was lucky. You don't need many options. You just need one or two. And uh, and I just remember, I remember that uh, turning point when I was in an environment where I was allowed to just be myself and um, and and was surrounded, most importantly, by mentors and um, and colleagues who. Um, who were good people, we were respectful of one another, who were interested in doing whatever they were do- uh, doing just for the pure uh, sense of uh, in- excitement, intellect, interest and development and not to play political games or try to advance over somebody else. Again, as idealistic as it may sound, it does exist and there are plenty of people out there who want to just want to come to work in the morning. And um, so that those are sort of the, the opportunities I was able to benefit from, and I realized that that's that's where that's the kind of environment I want to continue to work in. And uh, when I was fortunate enough to be able to set up my own, uh, obviously I needed to have uh, to to have that kind of environment here for myself as uh, one that runs a business, but ultimately for all those who work with me. I wanted to see the best of them and to see the best of them. The only way to do it is just to let them be who they are. Now, not everybody benefits from that kind of environment and not everybody fits in in that sort of culture. Uh, so it does take a certain kind of person. Uh, but the idea is the same. It's that if you're going to bring in people to work uh, with you, you want them to work with you. You want them to be part of your team. You want to work as a team. You want to respect them. Uh, you want to want to learn from them, even if they're 30 years younger than you and so um so that was the other reason why we uh, started offering internships and then also let's you know let's remind ourselves we are here i'm an american qualified lawyer of uh, soviet ukrainian descent and uh, here i am working in this country i set up my own law firm in the uae in the air world uh, fairly, I'd like to think, um, sort of successfully in the sense of without any barriers or troubles. So this country has given me these opportunities. So I have kind of wanted to share and to perhaps uh, to uh, invite uh, others who are part of the society, the youngsters, and to show them what it's like to work in in, um, in the legal field and in this country and what, the, what work can be like, not this uh, sort of typical perceived boring scare, scary uh, environment uh, so it's really in a way giving back and again as as um, idealistic as it may sound but true that was and continues to be one of uh, one of our motives or my personal motives so that's sort of the some of the background as to why we started offering internships and uh, we've had many over the years had many 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 interns and uh, it's uh, as um, yeah, sort of as, as idealistic as it may sound, there, you know, you kind of, you hope that everybody who comes through the door as an intern would want to learn, would be excited, but it actually has been a lot more surprising, a lot more difficult to find people who really fit in into this internship program and who, uh, who uh, sort of can become part of this uh, team and who we as the rest of the team who stays here for, for more or less permanently want to work with. Do you know that's an interesting point? Why why do you think it is uh, that way? Why is it hard to find somebody who fits in? Is it uh, perhaps people thinking uh, law is the thing for me, but maybe they just hadn't got it quite right? Is it just 
mix of personalities. What's the issue? A number of things. Uh, there are many applied because they're required to apply. So the universities, right. that's one of the requirements in the university for them to uh, graduate, they need to have done an internship. Oh, that's just box ticking. That's it. And so, unfortunately, many of them, they just this is what they need to add to their resume right. and nothing more than that. And, and that sort of shows uh, in their, um, perhaps in their level of energy or interest. Not with all, but I mean, but there are many like that. Right. Uh, some apply because, uh, for example, they're, they're new to the country and they just want to learn or they, they want to actually establish a footing and not so much um, want to learn, but it's more about putting something on their CV or resume before they can apply for a full-time job uh, without having had a local experience. Again, not necessarily the right uh, the right reason for applying for this kind of internship. Uh, others, um, they just, you know, they think, oh, it's an internship. It's not a real thing. It's not a real job. It's just, I'm just here again uh, because I have nothing else to do. We've had many of those. I just, I've got some time, time on my hands. So let me do something. And, um, and then the final reason, and it's true personalities. It's you mm. just, we want, and I want perhaps is not the right choice of words, but this, our culture and our team is more befitting of someone who energy wise, personality wise just fits in. And that person can come from any background, from uh, any field. Uh, so, but if the, uh, the personality and the, the interests and the energy fit in, it just, it, it fits. Uh, but that's, you know, we're a small team. Uh, we're a small team, but we're a very tight team. So even physically, as you know, Tim, our office, we have an open plan. Yes. So we all, everything we do is, is in the open uh, in the sense that, you know, we, don't, we have no closed doors and uh, no one gets um, sidelined uh, from working on one project or another or interacting with clients or learning any kinds of experiences. And, uh, and that's how we like it. Now, to have that and for, for that sort of dynamic to work, you just, everybody needs to get along. You see, it's, uh, we need to want to work together. You need to have that uh, team spirit and uh, you just need to be able to click. And, um, you know, that's, that's perhaps the office culture concept that is uh, often talked about. Well, I know I can understand that. I mean, the smaller the team, it strikes me if you have the wrong, uh, intern, the wrong person, doesn't matter what, position they hold it can be destructive and we've had those many many of those and yeah. and it's and it's applicants with outstanding uh, cvs and credentials from the universities but um somehow and we're very excited about the, their potential contribution and and more importantly wanting to learn because if somebody is wanting to learn you feel it yeah. Uh, so, and you, as the rest of the team, you benefit. You benefit from a not just leading or guiding this person, but also from their um, uh, work product. Uh, so, and we've had, and all it takes is just that one person. But it, because of our setup here, being the open plan, and and being very much a tight team-based uh, uh, culture, where we, we we have debriefs all the time. We as a team, we have uh, morning coffees, we chat, and so we're always socializing, professionally socializing. But uh, we work together all the time. So it's just all it takes is just one intern who comes in, and it just dampens the spirit, it dampens the energy. We've had many of them. Uh, so, um, so that's sort of the background of our internship program one and two, some of the history of how we as, as a firm perhaps learned and evolved, uh, from uh, what we know works and from where we are right now. And so the reason we wanted to do this podcast is because, um, 
the two, the last two interns, one of whom is still with us and the other one who's recently completed his internship, uh, they were very, they are very colorful personalities, uh, very interesting and very motivated and, and, uh, uh, and curious uh, individuals, and so and their presence in the office has been very inspiring for us, and um, has helped us as a firm to learn uh, new angles and new information about you know, what's out there that happens outside the, the walls of, of this office. Uh, and also, we just benefited a lot from their energy, excitement, and uh, and you know their learning. Uh, so that's why we wanted to get us here together today and have them share their experiences in real time. Well, I've met them both. I'm going to allow you, however, to introduce them. But it's very clear that you share a real passion for passing on your knowledge, your information. We'll get their side of the story, whether that's actually true or not, in a moment. You can edit this, right? <laughs> yeah, I can edit that bit out, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> wink, wink. Um, let me uh, let me just hand back over to you, Ludmilla. Let's introduce uh, introduce Aisha first. Yeah, so Aisha is our current intern, and uh, she, Aisha Gafari, is... Uh, or her full name, uh, perhaps she has a few, few middle names in there, as so many people who live here do. And uh, she applied to us, I guess I'll let her explain how she applied to us, but she's been with us for, I think it's into the third month now, or second, or kind of full, uh, almost two months, it feels like at least. Uh, so she's actually from the UAE, and um, and that was one of the things that, uh, as I mentioned earlier, I really wanted to kind of give back, and in particular wanted to have more Emiratis, more locals, uh, to come and you know, have the experience of working a in an office and b at a law firm, and so um, so she is our first um, uh, UAE national, and uh, she can obviously speak for herself about her experiences. But um, we, uh, she's here because she applied. She applied, and but when she applied, there were many mo- other applicants. And we explained to all of our interns, uh, even though this is an unpaid internship program, it put it requires a lot of effort for us to uh, to actually offer this um, uh, this experience. And so, even though we have many applicants all the time, you know, we have to be very uh, very careful about who we take and how we take and how many uh, interns we take. So I, when Aisha was applying, there were a number of other applicants, and she stood out most. And we've had a number of Emiratis applying in the past, and. And every time you get really excited and then something doesn't work out. We've had a number who actually accepted and then last minute changed, um, plans are cha- changed and they didn't join. So, and this was a fairly a similar expectation, a level of expectation <laughs> with Aisha. We liked her very much. We really wanted her um, to join, but we were a little uh, cautious about getting too excited until she actually showed up here on the first day of her <laughs> internship. Uh, so that's Aisha. And then Andrew, uh, he is, um, he just completed his internship over the summer. And he was also kind of uh, an intern during an interesting time because we were still in the thick of uh, COVID-19. And when Andrew, in fact, the summer that Andrew interned, we had, I think, four or five internships extended and accepted. Uh, for that summer, and obviously the internship uh, programs and those who apply happens a few months before the summer. So we had four or five um, interns committed, and then Corona happened, and uh, this full-on lockdown. Uh, also, many university students were sent home and couldn't come back, 
And then just in general, most offices were closed. And so we had to, unfortunately, uh, retract all of those offers. Uh, and so we had n- nobody. And then just as unexpectedly as Corona came knocking on our doors, it sort of the all of a sudden the, the barriers were lifted and we started coming back into the office. And as we started coming back into the office, we just thought, hey, this be kind of an interesting time and be good to have an intern here. And so most of the interns we had had um, had made offers to uh, were outside the country and they could not come back. And then I think Andrew applied uh, sort of late, what uh, would have been late in, in the program, but uh, applied uh, I, I kind of before the summer as we were opening up our doors. And uh, the, the an interesting story with Andrew is that we had actually met him before at NYU in uh, during one of our visits to um, as a firm. Uh, to one of the events, so uh, we um, he had applied before as well, but he had very limited time at the time to give us, and we our internship was at least for a minimum of two months, and so he he happened to apply at the same time as we were thinking, okay, it would be good to have an intern, and the other interns uh, were could no, were no longer available, and so um, so he completed I think almost three uh, months with us, but uh, uh, typical I guess of what. Uh, we we would want to see in our interns he's become part of our family so uh, and we consider him as our family so anytime he's back in dubai we always like for him to come by and stop by and and uh, visit his his other family <laughs> uh, so anyway so that's a little bit of a background i think to the extent i think is is relevant for me to introduce them and the rest i'll, I'll hand over to them all right then, that's uh, Ludmilla's side of the story. Aisha, I'm going to start with you. Uh, this is your chance to state your case, <laughs> hand on heart. I'm here, Aisha. <laughs> legal brain. <laughs> <laughs> she is there watching. Um, tell me about your your journey to the internship, if you like. What, what made you choose here? Well, I had been at the UK um, at that time. I was studying criminology and criminal justice at the University of Leeds. And it was based at legal faculty, so I knew, and I had taken a few legal courses, and I knew that I wanted to do something with law, and I had to come back to Dubai because of corona and everything shut down. While it was reopening, I decided that instead of taking on a full-time job right away, I would look at my options, and I started Googling law firms, and then I came across LY Law and saw that they had a podcast, and I started listening, and then decided to apply. So this podcast brought you to this position. It did. It okay. honestly did. And interestingly enough, that is one of our, we don't say this, it's not an interview question or a test, but we do always ask, why us? us why did you apply here? Mm. And many candidates, not just for internships, but other, otherwise, they just, oh, well, there was a, we saw a post. But a few always stand out are those who have actually gone onto our website and researched us. And, um, you know, listen to uh, our podcast in particular. So Aisha was one of those interns and the, what stood up uh, in her application kind of early on is that she had listened to our podcast. And that's what I recall as well. Uh, and always a bit... Uh Kind of a nice fuzzy feeling. Yeah, I mean, I mean that shows interest, doesn't it? Though, and it shows that yeah. you have either aptitude or passion or at least interest in what you've decided to study. Yeah, um, I remember once someone told me it's okay to be picky about where you want to apply to, and so that's what I did. I started I actually researched firms, and then I saw the podcast and I liked it, and I looked at the profiles of the people who worked here and saw that they were a small team, mm. and. Um, with a big, like, very 
very wide practice areas, and I really liked that. So I applied, and um, here I am. And the rest is history, <laughs> yeah. I suppose. But did you, when you first came in, because I'm and I'm gonna I'm gonna guess uh, here, but I'm gonna guess that you walked in and went. I I could see myself in this place because when I first met you, you seemed to have assimilated into the team <laughs> without any effort at all. Well, at first I was super intimidated. Um, I was you? really intimidated. <laughs> a lot of truth. Not not no not because of anyone at the firm or anything. It was just me. It's my first internship. Sure. My first actual office setting responsibility and I did not know if I was capable um that's understandable yeah but but how long did it really take you to settle in when you you thought right I've got these responsibilities I've met these people Mm -hmm. I'm guessing it didn't take that long no (laughs) um like two days yeah that's not an inordinate amount of time no I just had to tell myself you know you're new this is your first internship you're fine like yeah you're okay and everyone here was so they were so accommodating. They were so helpful, and yeah. yeah. But what, why did you apply for an internship at a law firm to begin with? Okay, so I did two legal modules in Leeds. I did international law and business law, and I was um, I was hesitant because I was so focused in criminology and I, and I love criminology. But when I did those two modules, I was like, you know what? I actually like this. I'm so interested, and I did my own research. And then I did a few more modules, and I was like, maybe, maybe I can see myself doing this long term. And when I came back to Dubai, everyone was telling me, well, okay, apply to the police, apply to government jobs, you know, stick to your course. And I was like, well, I don't want to commit to something that I'm not sure I really want to do long term. And then I was like, this is my opportunity. I'm never going to have this time again. I might as well just just test the waters, and that's what I did. That's by law. And do you, uh, perhaps the, the, those, uh, the answer to this question would have changed over time, but if you recall, what did you want to get out of this internship? To learn. Yeah, to learn. I, I wasn't very knowledgeable on the legal system in the UAE. I knew more about the legal system in the UK. So I was like, if there's a time where I can make mistakes and learn and, uh, yeah, it would be now. And I was like, that's why I chose. And it's particularly interesting that I should did not know, and I mm-hmm. use the word did not, because now she does, uh, know a lot about um, the UAE, perhaps um, government workings, right? Because we yeah. work with uh, ministries, we work with uh, police, with the courts, uh, with uh, the land department, with all sorts of government and semi-government institutions. And so Aisha was born and raised here, so yes. maybe she can tell us a little more about uh, her background. But what she just kept telling us, I did not know any of this. I am learning this for the first time. Mm-hmm. So I was born here. My mom is from the Philippines. My dad is from the UAE, so I'm mixed. And I went to an international school. Um, and then right away I went abroad to the UK to study. So I think I was mostly um, surrounded by people, expats and yeah, people who who weren't really from the UAE. Well, I had family and extended family and friends, but my circle was mostly expats. And um, yeah, but but and here you are. I mean, and now I am, it's, yeah. the things that she's learned, yeah. and uh, thankfully, as the coronavirus uh, is sort of softening, or at least the impact of it is softening, and mm-hmm. things are opening up. 
Uh, she's had the opportunity to actually physically go and visit all these yeah. institutions and authorities, which were closed until a few uh, months ago. Mm-hmm. And actually, I never needed to go to these places before. I never needed to go to the court to the or to the police <laughs> or to the land department. I never, I didn't even know the bioland department existed, you know, <laughs> which sounds crazy now, but I didn't know it existed before. So there was no need for me to do any of those. So I guess that's why I was really aware then. So we've established that Aisha doesn't have a criminal record, which is so <laughs> yeah, uh, of course. But I mean, that, that makes perfect sense. Why would you have to understand what Dubai Land yeah. Department does? I mean, I bet there are, there are so many people that don't really have any dealings mm-hmm. with, uh, you know, any, that, that part of the system, uh, in that way. Let me turn to Andrew, uh, if I can, just for a moment, uh, who completed his internship with Miller in the summer. I met Andrew, uh, coming in to do a podcast one day, he was involved, made a few changes, um, and it, let me just say, he's a colourful character, I think that's a reasonable way to state it, but I'll let you introduce him. Definitely, colour color and uh, energy are the two words that come to mind when I think of Andrew and when he steps in the door. Uh, he came back today and uh, we exchanged, uh, and I am shamefully going to admit this, hugs. I think in this day and age, I'm not sure with pandemic if hugs are appropriate yet, but uh, I couldn't resist. And so he said, how have things been? I said, they've been quiet. <laughs> We've missed you. We've missed the energy and the, 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 that volume of uh, happiness uh, that Andrew brought to us every day. He was in the office. But uh, it wasn't just that. He was uh, one of the... And I, you know, we've had a few outstanding interns, I have to say. But he was one of those who... I just remember I, I, I give him a project, and then an hour later he's back here with a. You know, I, I was thinking in my mind, okay, here's your, here's the project. He'll come back to me maybe by the end of the week. I'll have to remind him, which are all normal things because when you're here as an intern, you're learning everything is new and everybody's giving you projects. Uh, so I don't expect for a work product to be delivered within an hour. But he was with all this happiness and sort of exuberant energy levels. He was just as committed and dedicated to actually doing things and learning and ultimately finishing them. I was uh, kind of swept away, <laughs> Andrew. <laughs> so but please now uh, here he's back. And uh, I'd love to hear from him how much he's missed us since he left us. <laughs> and now I'm going to cry. <laughs> uh, can we cry here? <laughs> yes, yes. Um, you must. This is how it works at HBO, Yamara and Prescott. There's the... the uh, what's the best way to describe this? The emotional blackmail. When you walk <laughs> yeah. Conditioning is. Well. <laughs> you become part of a cult. <laughs> All right, let me ask you, Andrew. Um, so, Andrew Briad, tell us a little bit about yourself, but tell me also what made you choose? Because you chose to come to yeah. the And what your real name really is. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I get it's asked this question a lot joke. because my name is Andrew, and I'm Egyptian. So people don't put two and two together because they're like, how? Uh, isn't it like Ahmed or Muhammad or whatever and I got told that my real name was Muhammad to my face as if I don't know my real name but anyways that's um, I I did yeah I voluntarily came and decided to apply to HPL um, it's actually a funny story like what Amida saying I applied two years ago but I only had a two week 
break. So I only had like two weeks in my summer. So I was like, oh, let me see some internships I can do in two weeks or three weeks, you know? And I was like, oh, let me see who can accept me for three weeks. It uh, turns out no one did, you know? <laughs> Not a thing to accept them. Yeah, to, I was summer. just answering to it. <laughs> they were like, I'm not going to take this seriously. Who's gonna, this guy who wants a two-week internship, you know? Uh, but then um, this law firm, like, replied saying, oh, two weeks is, you know, Short, so uh, we require a minimum of two months, etc. And but we're really interested in stuff, so come back and apply next year. And I was like, okay. And then at the NYU dinner, I saw Ludmila and Adriana also was there. You did not know uh, who we were, at the but time. I didn't know that it was the law firm because I never had met them in right. person, you know. Right. Um, and it was just kind of, I think, I guess, of a mesh of energies and stuff flowing. Well, the universe was like preparing me to apply again, I guess. <laughs> and then last summer, I applied, um, and it was it was very last minute because I I thought I was traveling again in the summer. I thought I wasn't going to be here, but then COVID happened and everything went to lockdown. So I was like, I'm here for four months. <laughs> so so surely I can, you know, have an internship at least for like two months, you know. Um, so I I, didn't, I don't think I even applied like properly through a portal. I think I sent an email. Like I I kind of salvaged the email from my inbox, like from two years ago, and I was like, hi, remember me? Uh, I'm interested. And um, and the reason, actually, I was interested in the first place is, like, in the first time I applied, uh, is like uh, like Aisha, I looked up law firms uh, near me, and I was like, okay, let me vet through them and let me see what the team is like and stuff. So every I have a ritualistic kind of thing, I guess, when I go to see a company or a law firm or a business, I ch- check the team. First and foremost, because I think for me, a very, very important kind of not check mark, but um, a red flag, I guess, is if there's a lack of diversity in a in a business or in a corporation. Uh, just because it, I think it speaks to like a lot of things, you know, when you're ha- we don't have diversity, and especially in Dubai, the cultural melting pot, like. Then what are you really doing? <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so obviously I checked the team and I saw, I saw Jordan and Kuwait and Syria and Hungary and Ukraine and India, Pakistan. I saw the cultural melting pot of Dubai and I saw people that, you know, were a bit older than me and relatively young and that intrigued me. And I was like, if I were to, want to apply to a law firm for an internship, it wouldn't be anywhere but here because I think from the website, from the team portfolios and the profiles, you get a sense of even the portfolio, the profiles on the website, they're unique. You know, they're very, they're sculpted to each person. You know, Zayd has like his own Batman theme going on and stuff in his profile. So you can tell the law firm cares. You know, there's a, a spirit of warmth, you know, that you feel instantaneously. So I was like, you know, and obviously, like, I'm very warm. And I'm a very warm individual, you know. And amongst other things, intelligence is one. You know, bravery, chivalry, even. You know? But, no, I'm kidding. But, um, so, so then I thought to myself, like, this is definitely the place I see myself. And then I applied. And then here we are. Uh, two years later, since the beginning actual official process of my application, but, you know, the real one this summer. Um, and why law in particular? I, well, I'm a third year NYU, New York University, Abu Dhabi. I double major in creative writing and legal studies, which is a pre-law track. 
So I have, a, I've taken a lot of legal modules also. And I just am interested in law. And I think in terms of my creative writing and law degrees and how they complement each other, I think for me, um, I guess poetry and law kind of share an inextricable kind of love for language, which I realized, you know, it's, wow, it really is about language and about how you use words and what words you don't have to use and the way you craft those words. So I think that was my interest um, when it came to the law sphere or logical sphere, you know. Um, but yeah, and then here, that's it. Here we are. You enjoyed it, didn't you? Oh my god, yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. not coming across at all. <laughs> I, re- I thoroughly enjoyed No, I was really comfortable. I was like, let me tell you. you know? Like, no shame. I was uh, sleeping outside. No, no, nothing. Do you know, you made a really interesting point there. I'd like to ask Aisha this, if I can. Uh, and I don't want to gloss over the fact that you brought up Zade's Batman thing. We'll, we'll come back to that in a future podcast, Ludmilla, because there's a lot to clear up there, uh, I think. But we'll, we'll come to that. Um, Aisha, the, the point that... Uh, Andrew made was diversity and how important that was to him but he's absolutely right because if you walk into this office it does kind of represent in its microcosm it kind of reflects Dubai this 200 nationality melting pot boiling pot where we all kind of get along which sounds like a me talking nonsense but is kind of the truth how important was that to you coming in here or how important did that become to you once you joined well, it was really important because, well, obviously I'm from, I'm mixed and, um, and I always like to, well, and I went to an international school, so I had friends from different nationalities and, sure. and I didn't like to be pigeonholed into being into one type of, well, this is my, this is my attitude. This is what I do because I am a local and mm. that's completely not true. And I liked it here because they were all, they are so diverse and yeah, yeah, like for example, Hanan's from Syria, but she grew up in Kuwait. And then you get these two different, these two different like countries, and they mesh together, and it produces a whole new, a whole new person, and how they interact with things. So yeah, it was very important to me. Well, I mean, and if you think about it, if don't take it the wrong way, Tim, but I think you're the boring one here. <laughs> Basically, I ain't arguing with you. <laughs> you're here, a plain vanilla Brit. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 that is absolutely the point because you know, you know what nationalities are like. We tend to hang together, and yeah. you get the same attitudes and the same points of view. And and after a while, you think, oh god. And when I walk in here, I'll talk to you. Mentioned Hanan there, mm-hmm. who is the the police for this podcast. She'll come <laughs> in and she'll tell us to hustle in a minute. Uh, we'll have to edit. Maybe we'll leave the edit in this time just to annoy her. Um, <laughs> But her attitude is so completely different, and she's so full of life and so yes, vibrant. Yes. And then I'll go and chat to Zaid, who is um, half British, half Jordanian. Yes. So he's, he's got this like mad mix of quite sensible and then quite Jordanian attitude mm-hmm. as well. And that's a nice thing to me. Absolutely, and that's one of the reasons why perhaps fast forward 13 years, I'm still here. Mm. As so many of us, I came here thinking uh, one year and then... I can enjoy the area, learn the area, travel around, and I'll go back to San Francisco, which is where I moved here from. Well, it's been 13 years, and I don't see um, any any sort of time 
in the near future where I would want to go back. And more importantly, now whenever I go back, and I hope my colleagues and family in the U.S. are not listening to this, but every time I go back, I just realize, wow, it's just so much more interesting here because of this diversity, one. And on the other hand, it's so almost odd when you go back to the U.S., but you, the lack of diversity. And, and again, this is, and U.S. is a very diverse country as, as a country, but it's all relative because when you compare to Dubai, it is, you know, it's just, this is when you go back, we're, we're so exotic there. You just, our, our lifestyle and our social interaction, and it's almost difficult to connect or relate. Uh, so, um, so, and that's, you know, truly one of, um, Dubai's greatest achievements or accomplishments is to have managed and successfully to bring all of us here from every possible corner of the world with so many different backgrounds and ethnicities, cultures, interests, professional uh, contributions, and here we are. And we've all made this our home and we feel very comfortable. And Andrew obviously can talk about him, himself and his family who are from Egypt, and this is their home. I mean, for me, I... Grew up in what used to be the Soviet Union, moved to the U.S. and did all my studies in the U.S. I worked in the U.S. and then I moved here again for what was supposed to be a very short stint. And I'm still here. And um, and everybody else in the firm is has a very similar kind of background. Like Aisha said, there's Hanan, who's of Syrian origin, the Syrian passport, grew up in Kuwait, studied in the UAE, and um, now calls the UAE her home. Uh, there is Noura, who is American, born, raised in the U.S., but of Jordanian, Jordanian descent, whose family moved here from Jordan and calls this country their home. Uh, there is Adriana, who is uh, Romanian and uh, married to Sudanese and uh, you know, lives in the UAE for how many years now and has a family here and calls this uh, her home. There is Lubna, who is a plain vanilla, as she says, which is not really true, Egyptian, but is so not Egyptians <laughs> at the same time. And um, you know, her family sort of is between here and, and Egypt. And there's Zaid, who is a mix, uh, British, Jordanian, grew up in Jordan and went to NYU, which is where Andrew is still studying in Abu Dhabi. And there's Nasikat, who's from Kyrgyzstan, uh, and uh, looks Asian but speaks fluent Russian. And uh, then there's Sumeya, who is from, you know, Pakistan, from Pakistan but grew up and raised in the UAE. And there's Aziz, who um, is Indian, but lived in the UAE, I think, for like 30 semi years. Uh, and, and so it goes. And so that's sort of, uh, we truly are a cocktail of uh, diversity. And uh, I love that. And I think I, I want to see more of it uh, here. And, um, and this is one of, one of uh, the things I love about this country most. And so... Uh, here is uh, Andrew, who's supposedly Egyptian. He is not. <laughs> and here's Aisha, who's apparently a you know, Marathi, but she's not. And here is me, you know, American, but not really, a Ukrainian, but not really. So I think uh, back in the old days, I, le- I read an article about expats, and I think they say we become a triangle. You know, you come out of a country that was a circle, and then you live in a country that's uh, that's a square. And as a result, you become a triangle. So you don't really fit there. You don't fit anywhere else. <laughs> You're kind of <laughs> a breed of your own. <laughs> Do you know, you were right about me, because I'm just the vanilla guy. I'm just the British guy know, from just outside of London. There are still London. exceptions. <laughs> I, I, I feel really dull. <laughs> Thanks very much. <laughs> Let me come back to Aisha for a second. I want to talk to you about your experience at the firm, because you're here now. You're working now on different projects. Um, tell us about a typical working day. So a typical working day differs 
some days um, we have consultations, multiple consultations usually, and, and that's really busy. So I attend the consultation with Ludmilla, the managing partner, and I take notes, I listen in, and then I have to write a memorandum um, later in the day to update the team on what happened. Um, so that's like a typical day. Other but that's days, also, but that's also just to highlight that's uh, that's law in practice in <clears throat> action. So here she is sitting with a client, listening in to um, to a, 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 an actual real legal issue, and uh, and hearing I guess our advice uh, to that particular issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's it's watching law in practice in real life. Yeah, I have to say though. Um, from my friends who had law internships, this is not a usual thing. They don't have this much direct exposure um, that I've had here. So that's amazing. Because this is not a job where the intern is there to make coffee for the partners or the associates, is it's it? This not. is not that at all. No, it's not. I mean, if that's what you're expecting, you're going to be blown away because it's not that. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So it's a genuine learning opportunity. That's that's kind of a fairly typical working day, but it sounds like that's not. You don't have very typical working days most days. <laughs> yeah, let's be no. Yeah. Is that reason, Andrew? You you can attest to that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what I was your experience? In my so I don't, I don't even think there's something called a typical working day here. To be honest, <laughs> I think you're very spot on with that because. Quite literally, every day is different. You know, you can say what you like because you and don't work here anymore. So don't don't, <laughs> yeah. worry, don't worry about what Ludmilla's looking. We still need to leave this office today. Yeah. So if you want to leave, come back. So you're not really helping here. No, but um, I think if I can, you can't even say everything you've done here in like one breath. You know, if it's from consultations to introductory meetings to I attended hearings, I went to Dubai courts, I went to the IFC courts, I helped with legal notices, I helped with client emails. You know, like hands on. It's not like you're just like helping. No, like the clients. You know, you know, you know when you hear a name of a client. No, you know the client. You know, like you know them intimately. You know, it's not like you're working on the peripheral here. It's whatever any everyone does here. You're you have a hand in doing also everything. Whether you can be as as invested and as indulged in and as immersed in the work as anyone else in the office has been working here for one, two plus five years. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, and there is no typical day. I call it like a day can yeah. include seven consultations and two introductory meetings. And I can have one consultation and then a hearing there and another hearing there. And you have to look over legal notice over here. Like there isn't, um, there isn't a typical working day at all. So it's, it's real hands on legal client experience. Yeah. 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 Like a whole year. Like and fully. you see, and because of that, we are a small team, and as Andrew and I just described, we work very closely together as a team. So we too, we need help every so often, and and that means, let's say, we're preparing for a court hearing, and we need, or for a client meeting, and we need to review documents, just the background of that particular matter. So I mean, this is an interesting opportunity for interns because here they are actually. They're looking through documents. They're learning about the background, the history of a case. And then, and that itself is extremely interesting. If you have interest, that is. And then they have to summarize the relevant parts of whatever it is that they learned. Again, it's an incredible skill, analytical skill that is required for anyone in the practice of law for sure, but in most other disciplines, wherever it is that they may want to go in the future. But ultimately, 
whatever it is they're doing, it needs to help us, the team. Mm. And then the reason we have them review that particular file, for example, is because we don't have time. I mean, obviously, we would make time if they're not here. But since they're here, we're giving and we're relying on them. Now, to be able to rely on them, we need to be able to rely on them, to trust them. And so, um, and that's one of the projects that they uh, that, that we typically rely on, on interns for because it gives them a very wide breadth of experience of just immersing themselves in the client's matter. And remember, this is a law firm, so clients come to us with legal issues, and uh, they're very colorful issues. And so, and but it all stems from whatever is on record, that is whatever is in the documents. So they get to immerse themselves in that, and then. And then put their thinking hats on and uh, summarize, okay, these are the five to ten most important things that we we believe or I believe that you will need for your meeting or you will need for the court hearing. Uh, or here, for example, uh, you know, Andrew in particular did uh, quite a bit of this during his internship. We had a, a whole series of court hearings going on at the time, but they were all online, which is great for everybody because... It was so much more efficient, and so many of us could attend, in quotation marks, because it was all done here in the office. And so for something like that, often what you need is for whoever is, is conducting the hearing, they, would, for example, would need a list of the history of all the other applications or all the other submissions that were made to the court. So that requires somebody to go through the court file and and summarize ultimately and put together in an organized fashion a list of, let's say, all the submissions that were made. Uh, and that list could be extremely helpful if not necessary for someone who's conducting the hearing. So I know Andrew did a lot of those kinds of summaries and um, analysis, uh, So which for us was very beneficial. And for him, as someone who is um, not just, I don't even call him as an intern, but somebody who is you know, practicing, I'm sure it was a huge learning experience and, and one that made him stand a few inches taller. I mean, I would guess that there's responsibility uh, involved in that, obviously. Uh, and I wonder, Andrew, if that was exciting, uh, but not a little intimidating at the same time. Yeah, I get how you could say that because it is like, yeah, there was a responsibility, like, as Amido was saying, like with the whole with timelines and synopses and summaries. Mm. I mean, these are things we're going to be using in a court hearing. <laughs> and if something, You've got to get that you know, right, and if something know. is like out of date <laughs> or you know misspelled or something, it um, looks bad. <laughs> you know, it could be like dangerous. But I mean, obviously, like I think also because the team works in the tiny community, you always have someone also like not necessarily fact checking or looking over your work, but. You know, you help each other in a sense that, oh, let me look over this or can you, like, for example, for example, if a new law comes out, you know, in Arabic, you know, and fun fact, my Arabic improves here, which I don't think would, you know, it's interesting because you read all this Arabic jargon, like legal jargon, and I had no idea it existed to begin with. Um, but for example, the new law would come out and Hanan, you know, who speaks really good Arabic will read it, but then she'll give it to me, for example, because maybe I'll have a different interpretation of it, you know, or, or she missed something that maybe I could pick up on our dialects. I don't know, something, you know, you always have people because it is a tiny community. People are just working on everything all the time. So I feel like for the most, I would say 99, per, 97, 95% of it was like excited. And then the five little percent of it was a little like, Oh, like, 
what if I'm wrong? You know, I am just a wee bit intern, you know? And that was like a little scary. In the beginning, then I got really comfortable, as I said. You know? <laughs> but you, I remember one note, I have to admit, because Andrew, as you, I'm sure, have picked up on his, from his voice, he's very happy and very comfortable and uh, a very social human. So I did have to tell him in the beginning that, you know, just because we are what we are, I mean, we're just, we're fun people and we, you know, we don't want anybody to feel intimidated and we want everyone to feel comfortable uh, when they step in the door and, and uh, because here, they're here for a reason, that is to learn and to benefit. Uh, so um, I, uh, I just, I didn't want him to take it the wrong way. Uh, which has been done before, and that is somebody thinks, oh, these people are just a bunch of fun people. It doesn't matter. I can show up whenever I show up. I leave whenever I leave, and I do whatever I do. And if someday I don't feel like coming in, I'll send a message at 11 a.m. and say, ah, I'm sorry, I'm not feeling like it, which all of which we've had. So I just wanted to make sure that he, to manage his expectations early on and say, hey, by the way, just because we're nice and fun and funny people does not mean that you cannot, you're not supposed to take this serious, seriously. I said, we actually, we demand a lot and we expect a lot. I'm not sure what he thought of it when I told him then, uh, that, but, um, I, he assured me that uh, he was here uh, with a serious intentions. Let's ask him. What, what did you yeah, say? Yeah, I actually remember this moment. <laughs> you know when you have where you register a traumatic event. <laughs> I'm joking. No, no, I actually do remember this because I also walked in and because I, I was sitting there, I was like. I feel like I should be working. You know? <laughs> I was sitting on my desk. I was like, I feel like I should be doing something, you know? Like, because you know, in the beginning, you're just shy and intimidated, you know? Of course, like I was saying, like not necessarily because of the people. Of course, no one's intimidating here, you know? What I mean? <laughs> uh, except that me, that's something, you know? <laughs> but not a trick. Right. But it's in a, in, a, in a role model esque kind of way. You uh-huh. know? <laughs> and, uh, that was a great recovery. You no, know, but it is, though. It is, you know? It's, um, this inspiration is what it is. Anyways. It's like he's here today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, of course, like intimidating at first. And Anna, when I, when I feel intimidated, I will crack the jokes, you know, and I will, sure. you know, laugh it off. So then well, I remember the conversation with Mina. I was like, Oh no, yeah, this is a law firm, right? So <laughs> trying to get it working. But yeah, ever since then. Because there's a balance here, isn't there? If if you're an intern and you come to to learn, it's you're still working your way into the the working world, and that is a transition, and that that's hard. My son's got a part time uh, football coaching job at the moment. He works uh, four hours nine until one, uh, and he's doing it for a week, and he's exhausted, and he thinks it's 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 just incredible. I said that's half a working day. You, you really mean you don't know you're born yet, mate, let me tell you. But it, it's a transition into getting to that working kind of mindset. So I can understand that. Plus, you're, I mean, Aisha, you're coming into a law firm where the law is serious. Yeah. And for lots of this podcast, we've been joking around and I get that. But this is something that you have to take very seriously because this affects people's lives. And that's that must be running through your mind. I guess. No, it does. It does. Um, one of the reasons I was hesitant to even enter the field of law was I told this to my family that I don't know um, if I'd be able to because the issues that clients deal with, it's personal issues that affect mm. them greatly. And my decision or my actions would would contribute to those issues. Either it would either help them, or you know, I, I wouldn't know the outcome right now. But yeah, so it's really intimidating. It's scary. But then, from being here, I realized 
you're surrounded by people. Everything you do, you can have someone help you do it. And yeah, and you learn, you study, and you practice. Because the law, um, the law is a law, but the practice of it is something that you have to actually learn. And it's through experience that I think you become brave enough to to handle these things. And experience being the operative word. Uh, so, and, and that comes in so many different shapes and forms. But one of the things that I remember myself when I was uh, younger, uh, that uh, it really helped me sort of lift my spirits and fly is when I was given the responsibility. I was, um, you know, I was basically uh, allowed or encouraged to be on my own and to make my own independent decisions. So obviously to do that, somebody has to trust you. And that mm-hmm. gave me that sense of responsibility and that the sense of importance and, but it really helped me grow. And, but, and so I, and I want to all my team to feel the same way. So whoever comes here, I want to encourage a sense of, uh, of independence and responsibility so that they can uh, have the independence and the courage to do things on their own and to make their own decisions. But in doing so, they are, and I constantly remind them uh, that they're not alone. So we're not, uh, you know, just because I hand over a project to someone, it does not mean that they are responsible for it from A to Z. I will ultimately be responsible for everybody here and for every project, for every success and for every mistake. And so I always remind them that you're not alone. So here it is. Here's a project. Do whatever you can do on your own. And I encourage that you try to understand it as much as possible on your own. But the rest of us are here. And everybody's always available and um, and accessible to, um, to, to answer questions, to lead, to explain, uh, to hold hand and, and encourage them. And, and to give a hug, you know, when something scary happens. Uh, so I know that was important for me. I know it's still important for me, and I make sure that all of us here have that that sort of both of those um, senses. One is the sense of independence, and then and the second one is a sense of of support. And so I know that uh, both Aisha and uh, and Andrew were reminded of that many times. Yeah. It's just you're not here alone. Don't be afraid. Go ask questions. Uh, uh, we, you're here to learn, and uh, and we want to benefit from your learning. And the only way to do it is that if you ask questions, and we can teach you, and we can then ultimately rely on you. Yeah. No question is a stupid question. Uh, at least I was told that. Anyway, maybe it was just to make me feel good. I'm not sure. But, but I've got I've got one more question, and it's it's to each of you, and it, it's the same actually to each of you, and it's your highlight um, of working here for you guys, Andrew and Aisha, but Ludmilla, it's your kind of intern highlight with regards to these two guys. There are smiles uh, here, and I guess there's hopefully a story, but uh, who wants to go first? Andrew, your highlight of working here? You, you've had some time to reflect on this, I think. Yeah. Aisha's still here. Um, what was the highlight of your time? Actually, I think there's multiple highlights okay. from my you time. I have five, you know, But um, I actually remember my first day, um, here, I, Hanan told me to bring a chair and come to my desk. So I brought a chair and came to her desk. And she sat down, I think maybe for an hour and a half, breaking down the entire UAE, like, legal system for me, from Dubai courts to the IFC courts, what it means that, cause I had no idea what it meant, like Aisha, you know, because it's something, and it's actually something very important, you know, to know, I think, as any civilian here or a resident, but I just didn't know anything. She sat me down and she 
broke every single thing down to me. And then she was like, let me stop here. Let's summarize, ask questions. And I would ask questions. And then I was telling her about my Arabic, you know, I speak Arabic 50-50, you know. Um, and she's like, don't worry, you'll learn and stuff. And then she'll give me like, for example, like this in Arabic will be this, this law. And then you can see it in this instance or in this court or it'll only happen at this level. And then this is different from Dubai courts. And she even broke down like federal from, you know, like what it means to have a federal kind of law and, what what other types of law are there, you know, between the common law and civil, and there's so many layers to it. And I think that for me, I remember, while it was a very small moment, for me it was like, this is why I'm here, you know, uh, essentially, almost microcosmically, you know, and symbolically, um, it was, this is why I'm here, I want to learn, and I want to understand, because essentially my goal is, hopefully, inshallah, after law school, to come back here and, you know, work here in Dubai. Uh, and, I thought you said here in the firm. And, yes, <laughs> but more specifically, uh, you know, <laughs> and this is now on record. So. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, you know, but honestly, that was, I think, a very beautiful moment for me. Another moment also was when I went to Dubai courts, actually, because I'm, I don't remember precisely, but we ha- I ha- had a couple of questions to figure out, you know, for something we were working on or for a legal memo I was drafting, I guess, in terms of a new law that had just passed. And I remember Dubai, I went from Dubai courts to another court and I got lost and I made my way back. And then in Dubai courts, apparently you can't get in, like no one person they can, you can't easily get in. I just walked in. <laughs> Because I thought it was open, you know, and I really enjoyed my time. Yeah, and I went and I saw the courtrooms and the hearing, you know, where the hearings are conducted. I was like, oh, wow. And I left. I was like, alaikum, You know, I like, bye. And I'm like, oh, bye. And everything. And that was just also, again, my first exposure to Dubai courts, you know. My first, you know, the first time I even hear of something called Dubai courts, you know. And my first encounter in the Dubai courts. And while it was very intimidating, of course, because everyone there is in suits and or or dijashas or kanduras and abayas, you know, it's very very formal at times, you know. Um, that was also, I think, a beautiful moment. But there's so many beautiful highlights from my time here, and it, it, I think it, the testimony to all that is that it didn't feel like work, you know. It felt like I wanted to get up, I wanted to come here, you know, and I wanted to stay here, and I wanted to work, and I wanted to talk to everyone here, and I wanted to learn constantly and consistently. So I think the atmosphere here, I think in many ways, there is always a highlight in every day. You know, if not, like all the time. But yeah. That's Andrew's experience. Uh, Aisha, you're still here, so yeah. you may have to tread a little bit more carefully because of who's that opposite me. Um, but what's, what's been a highlight for you? Could you name a highlight so far? Okay, so, so far, um, probably the hearing with Zaid. Um, cause the whole team was there. It's online. The whole team was there. And I just felt so nervous for him. And I just felt so nervous, <laughs> but seeing how, like seeing how the team really encouraged him and how Lumina was there with him, like guiding him. Um, and it just made me feel warm. You know, I was like, if I ever, you know, if I ever do what they did, I hope I have a team like that who can support me in that way. Sure. I remember thinking that. So that was like a really, that was a big highlight for me. But um, another one was maybe <laughs> not a highlight because like I enjoyed it, but I learned from it <laughs> was when I, when I first, when I did my first memo 
And um, <laughs> so I had to research something and write write a memo on it. And then next day, Zade called me and he's like, well, we'll go over it together and I'll give you my comments. And I was like, yeah, sure, let's go. So I went to his table and he's like started... <laughs> he started and he's like well this is and this one and he's like, he's like by the way this is really constructive you know don't take it personally I'm like no 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 it's not personal and it wasn't personal but it's just that I was like wow wow <laughs> yeah having someone but it's not I really appreciated it that that time he took to read over what I did and even today Hanan approached me and she and she did the same thing but having someone take the time to do that and tell you what you can do better that to me was like I really appreciate it because where else am I going to get that I mean nowhere even in university if you write a assignment it's, yeah. it's a rare thing I think yeah. isn't it to see constructive exactly criticism. and I know that it's coming from a good place mm. so I really appreciated that um, so that was that was one highlight from I remember going home thinking oh no am I ever going to get better <laughs> but I, I think I did um, yeah. Well, you came back the next day. That, that's, I did. I'm that? still here. That was like my third day, I think. Have you, have you been trying to get rid of her? And she's <laughs> caught on you. He's keep He's keep I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or her. <laughs> <We're trying. laughs> so those are some highlights from people who have worked with you. Yeah. Let me ask you, Ludmilla, the highlights uh, of so far from there, from Aisha's internship, but the highlight from uh, Andrew's internship as well. Well, the highlights are too many, but what, one thing I do want to uh, perhaps um, uh, preface with is that, uh, interestingly enough, so here's Andrew. He basically grew up in in um, the UAE, and he's going to a university that, that is based in the UAE, and that yeah. is in Abu Dhabi, NYU Abu Dhabi. So he's yeah. based here. He's full-time UAE-based and learning in the UAE. And then there's Aisha, who is a UAE national, who was also born, raised here, and she studied in uh, in the UK, Leeds University. And so here they are coming in for an internship, and they know zero about the UAE legal system, both of them. And that's sort of an interesting thing, that so both of them are coming from the UAE uh, background, and yet know nothing about the UAE legal system. Uh, so now it's not unsurprising because, as I said earlier, we've had many, many interns, and that typically is the case. It's just in the way I kind of feel sad for anyone, in particular in Andrew's case, where, and I shouldn't be saying that, and I, I obviously just take this with a grain of salt, but he is going to a university in the UAE, and they are not teaching them much about what, um, how this country functions. And even in his legal module classes, obviously hasn't learned that much about how uh, the UAE legal system is based uh, or structured. And I think that's an incredibly valuable and important um, lesson for everyone, as Andrew said earlier, not just for somebody who is wanting to learn law or is curious about law, but somebody who lives here. Uh, it's so incredibly important to know because, it's, let's face it, it's not a very large country. And, uh, and yet there is so much interplay between just our day-to-day lifestyles and living uh, and and law. I mean, even from the family perspective, if a family, one mother, father, somebody owns a property and there is um, has an issue with how do you transfer the property or if you want to buy a property, you want to sell a property or if you have a tenant, how do you deal with the tenant? I mean, these kinds of issues that affect all of our lifestyles on a day-to-day basis. And um, they did not know very much. And again, this is very typical. That's also part of the excitement for us is just to give them that knowledge and we give it in pretty high concentrated dosage, uh, right, straight up. 
just because, I mean, we are small, but we are very, um, we, so we have a pretty wide breadth of experience and, and we deal with any one of these issues on a daily basis, uh, you know, in so many different you know, versions and, and shapes and forms. So on the same day, we could be dealing with a criminal case, with a, a civil case, with an immigration issue, uh, with a contract, uh, with a family issue, a dispute uh, in you know, divorce or custody or inheritance uh, and uh, or a, a, you know, aviation you name it. And uh, so for us, we certainly have a lot of experience to to impart and share. Uh, but um, it's for, for us to see them being able and wanting to learn and, and also our ability to introduce them to uh, to the workings of this country, I think is always is, is quite um, inspiring because, you know, we, we have so many angles that we know and we can share with someone over a short period of time. Uh, so, uh, I mean, that's one uh, of, uh, I guess, the highlights for me, to, in particular hearing them talk about it, that they've actually benefited from it. They have learned, and they are standing so many heads taller now by knowing. And in Aisha's case in particular, because it's her own country, and I keep telling Aisha, this is your country. Make you know, you got such a great combination here. You are from here. You studied abroad. Uh, you are interested. You're curious. You're intelligent. Just learn, soak up as much as you can so that then you can contribute and you can give back to your country. Uh, so I hope uh, she's doing that. And I know she takes uh, uh, whatever she learns here home and she shares with her family. And uh, <laughs> maybe she can talk a little bit about that because we are always encouraging them to listen to our podcast. And apparently they are. They do. It. They listen to it. They're regular listeners. Yeah. I can kind of share lots of that because we've done 55 podcasts, including this one, in the last year and a, not quite a year and a half. Uh, and it's funny, I'll hear people talking about legal issues and I'll very often be sitting there thinking, no, it's not true. No, no, that's not the case. Absolutely, mm. that's not. And I'm thinking... I'm almost thinking like a lawyer. I'm not a lawyer. I'm not qualified to do anything but talk on podcasts. But I've learned so much from doing this. And that information is stored. So I can understand. I can yeah. kind of share your position there, Aisha, in particular. Because this is your home. And yeah. to understand the laws of the land, yeah. really useful. It is so useful. And I think I, um, it's something that I hold close to my heart. Just something I really, I really want people to, especially locals, because... I want to learn and I want them to be as interested as, cause this is their land, you know, they can do, they can do so much here. Mm. So yeah, I really want them to be more involved in, in, in things like this. But also, um, to what you said, Tim, it's so true because I can hear, I hear people talk around me and I'm just like, if only you knew, if only I can slip the business card. <laughs> and you sit there and say, yeah. no, 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 that's for the my land department. That's where you go for that. And then, no, no, that would be a civil case. And I'm thinking, oh, shut up, Tim. So I'm not there giving legal advice. But that, that's kind of how it is. Yeah. I mean, I can see listening and, and I can see looking at it and I can hear listening to you how much your confidence has clearly grown because you've both got so much to say yeah. because of the learning experience, I think. And I guess, Andrew, I mean, you're an exuberant character anyway, but I mean, you know, that boosting confidence through knowledge is, that's not easy to replace, is it? It's not easy to replace, I agree. And I also think it's the type of thing that, like you said, Tim, you do store it somewhere and you, it, it, you 
it travels with you. Because even in my own inner circles, with my family, with my friends, especially, because all of my friends here, we grew up here, you know, since middle school. So, and we know nothing. None of them know anything, you know. And I would tell them, yeah, Dubai courts, and they go, what court? You know, and then they'd, they'd be talking about, you know, oh, guys, I my visa's expiring, and I needed this. And I was like, first of all, nah, and you have until, until this day, and that's what you do. So it's igniting little seeds of conversations with my friends and my friend groups, which for me was so, oh, that was just beautiful for me. Because I grew up with, these are my closest friends, you know, in my entire life. And these are people that we share everything, you know. And to see that also added growth of... And all of us call UAE home because we all have this distraught sense of belonging because we all came from everywhere and we moved around everywhere. Like I myself, I've moved around to Egypt, Jordan, Canada, Lebanon, now UAE. You know, so it's a lot, a lot of places. So UAE is the closest thing to home for us. Sure. And to not know so much about your home, you know, it hurts at times, especially to feel like, you know, you're in this like in limbo between the belonging, as I said. So when we were talking about the UAE legal system, and I started talking, oh yeah, and I, and I like everyone knows with me that from my friend group, you know, everyone knows a law firm, you know, but actually because I tell them, you know, you should seriously look into this, and we actually have conversations, which in turn help us, you know, link ourselves to home a bit more, which I think is also beautiful. A little knowledge goes a long way. We've got to wrap this up because we've been talking for ages, but... I just want to give uh, two guests here uh, a last, I guess, a final opportunity uh, and a final uh, pitch or a final reflection, uh, if you like. We'll start with you, Aisha. Just final thoughts on what this has meant to you, what it's going to mean to you on an ongoing basis, why it's changed you, how it's changed you. Nothing too deep. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't worry, but just final <laughs> thoughts from me. Oh, um, wow. It's, that's a loaded question. It is a bit. Yeah, but um, <laughs> I can honestly say I think I've had the best time here. Um, not just because, well, obviously because of the knowledge I've learned and the people, the people are amazing here. But just the, I can see the personal growth. Yeah. Like what it's talking about myself, being in this setting, learning the things that I have and going to the places that I did. Um, yeah, I've learned so much about myself and I'm so grateful to Ludmilla and everyone here for taking the time and, and having the patience <laughs> to deal with me and to explain things from scratch and just help me through the way. So I'm really grateful. And I don't think I'll ever forget this experience. Probably I, if I have my own law firm, Maybe sometime. I'm encouraging her to work towards. Yeah, I will. I will do the same thing they've done for me, hundred percent. That seed has been planted. It sure. has. You've yeah. got to water that now. <laughs> and That's if I can point. interrupt uh, before we go to Andrew, so sure. uh, talking about Aisha's personal growth, I remember her first day in um, the office. She came in. I'm not sure if she recalls this, but probably was more of a daze for her. But um, she came in and we had this full-blown conversation, <laughs> kind of a heated conversation, which is very typical for us in our office, about uh, a candidate we were interviewing. It was a social media position. And we had interviewed a, a number of them, looked at um, CVs and uh, had meetings. And it was a very, very heated discussion. Mm-hmm. And it was you know, just very typical of us. But I remember Aisha sitting there, and I, I think she just she she had no idea what she, uh, she she was supposed to do, how she was supposed to react. She said so quietly and so shy, very timid. Uh, I'm you know I'm not sure whether she thought she needed to contribute, she wanted to contribute, but um, it started that way, and and. Uh, 
I was thinking, okay, I wonder how she's going to deal with um, us because this is her every day, and this was her first day. <laughs> she, she was so afraid. She seemed like a little deer in the headlights, but she did come a bit of a an awkward uh, time when we were all kind of debating and uh, you know arguing, but sort of debating heatedly. Uh, and so, but I've seen, I think, a week into it, that sort of uh, level of fear and uh, has disappeared. And then, yeah, confidence and more excitement and energy uh, was uh, was much more visible. Uh, and so, um, but also one of the comments I wanted to add as I'm sharing this experience is these are the types of experiences we expose our entrance to. It's not just legal. It's basically just nothing is is hidden from them. So how the firm works. So we're interviewing somebody. Would you like to be part of it? I think you've, you've attended a few interviews as well, right? I've listened to a few Zoom interviews. Yeah, yeah. So you just wait. Are you interested in being in the interview? Would you like to learn to see what it's like from the other side of things? Uh, so, I mean, everything about just the workings of the firm, you know, from our social media to, uh, uh, to interviews, uh, to like even financial things, how we, how we bill our clients, you know, the different financial structures that we're thinking of offering. So they're all privy to that information if they're interested. So it's not just the legal experience, but also it's a business experience because again, this is, this is my firm. So I'm not mm. just here practicing law, but I'm also running a business. So all that experience is available here if, um, if they're interested. That's a really good point because it is one of the benefits of a real internship, isn't it? That exposure to uh, the working world. Andrew, final thoughts from you. I think that's actually a perfect segue because I've also had my fair share of internships in the past, one of which included another law firm in Abu Dhabi. <laughs> Nothing was like this in a good way, you know, of course, in the sense that like what Mito's talking about, it is you get exposure to everything, you know, um, my interest in the past, it was like the, the, the quote-unquote kind of stereotypical internship you talked about in the beginning. <clears throat> Tim with the, oh, get us coffee or write this up or whatnot. You know, kind of like a guinea pig of sorts. Um, but here, it really... It's just immersive. It's so. I'm not saying this, you know, because Vivian's in front of me and staring me down. <laughs> but but uh, uh, genuinely, you know, I'm genuinely saying actually that it is. It's just so. It's beautiful. It's warm. You know, I think, and I think that's really important also. Whether it be a business, a law firm, a group of people, professional, unprofessional, you know, in all different kinds of spheres, this warmth and this tight kinship that people have with one another, I think is so integral into not just fostering a good community, but in fostering good quality work, you know, because it uh, trust, like Lemita was talking about, trust, if trust is there, the work follows through. So I think for me, that's why it was so beautiful to intern here. Definitely won't be my last. I will be back until again if they have me uh, soon. And it was just always beautiful. And thank you also for taking the time. But so, Andrew, since you've gone back to the university, I mean, what have the stories been of your other classmates and friends who have done internships and how do they compare? Uh, Mm. Well, nothing like this. (laughs) Um, uh, uh, One of my friends, for example, interned at a law firm in Abu Dhabi um, and she quit after a week because, you know, it was... Oh, here, like, she'd get a stack of papers, for example, a day, and she'd read through them, write summaries, and then submit. She would move from her desk, for example, at nine, from 9 a.m. to 7, 8, 7 p.m. And now it's just kind of life. 
a bunch of my other friends, you know, had internships in other places. And of course, it was different depending on the market and where you work and stuff. And it was all different. But I don't think anyone experienced because even the way I talk about my internship with my friends, it's no, they know the people. Like when I say, oh, yeah, I'm going to go see Hanan or I'm going to see Mila. No, they know who I'm talking about. It wasn't. That's why I wouldn't characterize it as an internship for me. It was just a an experience, you know, it was an experience into something, it was the beginning of something, I think, is what it was, you know. And, Asha, and for you, from your parents and family, what do they think? I mean, you, this was your internship, I think, what you said when you told your dad that you were going to do an internship, he was a bit disappointed. That yeah, he, <laughs> sorry, special. But yeah, he was like, oh, internship, and he was like, well, good, good, you're going to learn, yeah. And I was like, I'm paid, and he was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well, I'm learning and it's in law. It's, it's good. Everything's fine. He was like, okay, if you're sure, if you're sure you like it, go ahead. And I was like, well, yeah, yeah, I'm still here. I'm still doing it. <laughs> and then my mom, my mom's supportive. She was like, go for it. Do what you want to do as long as you enjoy it. Um, and now what, what, what did they now, say? Well, my sister's friend has some legal, um, well, not really an issue, but she has a few legal questions. And then my sister came to me. She's like, do you know, do you know what she should do? And as I sat there and I was like, you know what? I do. <laughs> I do. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that was like a highlight. Actually, that's one of the highlights for me. And she's like, and I told her. And then she's like, wow, Aisha. I was like, I know. <laughs> she's like, you learned a lot. And I was like, I did. Wow. <laughs> that, that moment of realization, I was like, wow, yeah. That's amazing. They try to give them practical skills so they can go <laughs> off and, and start practicing law. That but, is a tick in the box. But I do want, as a parting comment, to anybody who's listening to this podcast and considering internship, what would you, both of you, what would you recommend? Or so what are some of the highlights or insight that you would want to share? Um, well, I'd say don't be afraid. You know, just go for it. Um, everyone started at some point and maybe this is your starting point. So go for it and, um, and learn. Always be, um, always be ready to, to ask and don't be afraid to ask for help. This is what I've learned. Um, sometimes maybe pride would get in the way, but don't just ask if you have a question and everyone, if, if they're willing to help, they will and over here 100%. They're always ready. So yeah, just go for it. Yeah, don't be afraid. Yeah, I was actually going to say the same because for me, I, I I kept thinking I wish I started asking questions sooner and I wish I started asking for help sooner because I already learned so much. So imagine how much I could have learned if from day one I wasn't shy and asking questions, you know, because of course, like as we're talking about, you are intimidated because it's, it's work, you know, and it's you're going from student to, you know, <laughs> this other professional sphere. So if you are listening and you are thinking of interning, I think just don't hesitate to ask questions. Don't hesitate to ask for help. If anything, it's so welcomed and it's actually supported and encouraged, you know, and I think it's actually an important thing to think about and take into consideration if you want to apply here because the the work environment here enables this curiosity as we were talking about today. Andrew Riad was an intern at HPL Yamaha and Pletka. He lived through the experience to tell the tale, as you might have noticed. And survived. He's still smiling. (laughs) Do you know what, Andrew? It's been really fun listening to you. Thank you very much for coming along. Thank you, Tim. It was a pleasure to be here. (laughs) (laughs) And Aisha Ghaffari is still living through the experience. And also... 
But Mela's still smiling. Uh, <laughs> a lot uh, more than she did when she started. I, so I gather. <laughs> I should, by the same token, you know, it's been really nice to listen to you today as well. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Really appreciate it. That's another episode of Logical. Uh, this time, interns. Not who needs them. I think it's a case of who doesn't need them now. Uh, as ever, our legal expert here on Logical was Ludmilla Yamala, but managing partner here at Yamala and Plaska and... Uh, as always, thank you very much for your input, your expertise, and your mentoring as well, I think, Ludma. Thank you. Thank you, Tim. Thanks for uh, hosting such an engaging and uh, fun discussion, as always. If you have a legal question you need answered in a future episode of Logical, or if you'd like a consultation with a UAE-qualified, experienced legal professional, you can now WhatsApp us at 00971. 5252516111 or just head to lylawyers.com and click contact.